Welcome to the Scent and Bent podcast. So much has happened in the last month, and today we are going to go over how Will got run over by a car. A truck. Uh, a Ethan. truck. Oh, yes. He a got truck. run over by a truck. Ethan has a bunch of stuff to update us on. We have so much to talk about today. This is going to be a crazy podcast, but let's just get right to the main event. What the heck happened, Will? We've been posting on Instagram, but no one really knows. Yeah, well... Like you said, I got ran over by a truck. It was a hell yeah brother truck. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a like a Toyota Tacoma with like big wheels on it. So if you want to be taller than everyone, you get oh. a hell yeah brother truck. Yes. Um, yeah. So I was just cruising with my friend. He was cruising behind me. And there was a truck in front of me in the other lane on a street bike. Yeah, on a street you left bike. The part where you're on a street bike. Yeah, I was cruising. <laughs> I wasn't walking, yeah. running, driving. I was driving a street bike. Um, I daily a street bike. Usually, I'm planning on getting a bigger, better one pretty soon. <laughs> no mm-hmm. one approves. Yes. literally no one. Approves <laughs> <this>. <laughs> but I was cruising on my street bike, and it was all normal. It wasn't like I wasn't going over the speed limit, doing anything illegal. There was a Toyota Tacoma right next to me, and he was a little bit in front of me. And I was just going, talking to my friend on my intercom, and we didn't know, like, the directions because we were in Spokane. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, listening to Siri. He was talking to me. And there was a lot going on. Okay. But anyway... (laughs) Will's microphone just took... Out his coffee mug. That microphone said no coffee for Will today. There isn't coffee getting on the mic, is there? No. That shrouded the mug. All right, we're going to take five. Take five. So I was in the left lane, right lane. Hell yeah, brother truck in the right lane. I'm in the left lane. And there's this little neighborhood. On a, on a two-lane going the same direction type of street, Yeah, right? so like yeah. two lanes, it's one way. So it's just a one-way down to Spokane. There's a neighborhood on the left, and hell yeah, brother, truck's in the right. I'm in the left lane just a little bit behind him like this. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, this man decides that he needs to go see Aunt Betty or something. <laughs> and I'm like, and I... Didn't have any time to react. I'm just looking forward, and he turns in front of me, and I hit the front of his truck, which had, like, a big bumper on it, and smacked into it. Well, I smacked into his door, which probably scared the bejeebers out of him because he was like... <laughs> it was also dark. This all happened <laughs> Yeah, at it's night. dark, yeah. and um, I just smacked into his door super hard. I left a will imprint in his door. <laughs> Because I flew off the bike. like I hit The bike's front wheel went into his truck because it wasn't very high. It was just like on big tires. Uh-huh. So the front of my tire went into his truck, like under it, and I flew off, smacked his door. And then the front tire, like he like did a little drift. And somehow I got ran over by the front tire. So... You sent us all the video of it. Yeah. I watched it. It's a really terrible video from somebody's From door, a ring, ring doorbell. Um, I watched it a bunch of times because it's yeah. really hard to see what happens. It's, it, what it looked like to me is that you hit his door and then flew over the hood of the truck. Like I go bounced under off and the... Rolled. I yeah. go... Yeah. You bounced off and rolled over the hood and then he ran you over. And then I go under. So I like... Ooh. Bounced. Yeah. 
I don't really know. Like, I can't really explain what happened at the moment of impact because I blacked out because mm-hmm. I hit his door really hard. <laughs> um, it, like, cracked on my helmet a little bit, but I got ran over by a Hell Yeah Brother tire. I don't know what Hell Yeah Brother tire I got <laughs> ran over by, but in the video, you can kind of see it, like, bump over me, and I woke up just in time to hear four of my ribs just cracking, like, and that tire like rolling over me, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh. So you woke up before you. I woke up over? like on the ground. Like time moves a little different. Like when I hit the deer, uh huh. Like it feels like you're flying. It's an amazing experience because you, you oh, are flying. Well, you're flying through the air <laughs> off of your bike. And like when oh. I woke up in the jeep, jumping over a bridge, feels like you're flying. It's like it slows down. Time slows down in a near death experience, and mm-hmm. it's really fun for that second until the pain hits. But um, you have a lot of adrenaline, and adrenaline's probably the favorite, my favorite thing, more than coffee or anything. So <laughs> wow, what a surprise! Yeah. Um, Everyone is shocked by this. Yeah, I know it's very shocking. But um, that experience was fun until I hit the ground and I like smacked the ground, and I was like, "Oh, I'm okay." And then I just hear, ah, and then he just drives over me, like, and I hear my ribs crack, and I was like, "Oh no!" And you're in a helmet, so you can't like, and you're under a truck, and my helmet got caught by something in the back of the truck. Like, I don't know, a diff or something or like a, it's a good place. Something. It got stuck by something. And this kid, he just kept like driving a little ways. So I got dragged <laughs> by my head. Why didn't he just hit no, the dude, brakes? He, did. he hit the brakes. As he hard hit the brakes, he could, but, but he was, was like still moving. Still moving. Oh, so like, like, yeah. So as he's slowing down, yeah. you're being dragged. He by didn't his just rear like hit yeah. the gas because he go. went from 50 miles an hour, didn't hit the brakes. Uh huh. And I'm at the point like he made an illegal turn, but to his benefit, he did have a blinker on. But I was in a space where I could not see the blinker. Mm-hmm on his car so he's like we're going 50 miles an hour like this and then he no brakes or anything like does like a tokyo drift into this little tiny like road like no it's not a very big road that he does this drift into and he's like yay and i go under the truck and then he goes from like 50 miles an hour to zero which takes a little bit yeah with those big tires and that little tacoma (laughs) so he like I get under the truck and he makes the turn, hits the brakes, and I just like get dragged in that whole process, which felt like a really long time by my helmet. So I was worried that like I broke my spine or something. But I was in the premium shirt. I don't have one anymore. I'm really bummed. Oh no, they had to cut it (laughs) off. Because that was my favorite shirt. No, it came off. If only you you had some leathers that you could wear that are made for gp racing. i know that if ethan only. let me borrow yeah i have a, no, i gave those to you i have <laughs> a whole suit that ethan gave me to like protect me and it's a really nice suit and i wear it a lot but like i said it was like it always happens when you're not expecting it and my friend and i just <laughs> went up to this viewpoint we're having a chat like go went for a walk like it was really awesome and then it got dark and we were gonna do some urban exploring we were gonna like crawl onto these buildings that we know in Spokane. So we are like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, I have to go feed my cat at my house. So we we're going to go feed my cat, go back to Spokane with some hoodies and stuff and like climb some buildings. But we like didn't know where we were. And I had GPS. He was talking to me. We got in that accident and I was just in normal clothes. So what happened after then you come to underneath the truck? Yeah, I came to underneath the truck. I like had a half a premium shirt on 
like zero jeans. I got road rash in all the worst kind of places. You were wearing half your skin. I was wearing not a lot of skin and there was like <laughs> skin like everywhere. It was really gross. Ooh. And because my head got caught under the truck and it like broke the visor off, like it popped off, um, there was some gashes on my face. Mm-hmm. I have like a couple scars from it, but they... Face wounds bleed a lot. Like, they bleed insane amounts, even if it's not bad. And so I just couldn't see anything because there was a whole bunch of red liquid in my eyes. And I was like, ah. You can say blood. Well, I didn't know. I don't know if that's age appropriate for you guys watching. But there was a lot of blood in my eyes and a lot of blood everywhere. And so when I came to, I had a lot of adrenaline. But I, like, couldn't move because I was stuck under the truck. And I thought I got cut in half because that tire went over me and I heard all those terrible noises and I had blood in my face and And you couldn't feel your legs, right? I couldn't feel my legs. Yeah, I couldn't feel my legs for like a month and a half after that. Nerve damage in your hip, right? It got so close to all the nerves right there that it just like I don't know, bruised them. I don't know what the doctors say with that term, but it was really, really nasty and I just came to and i was telling my friend i was like i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it out of this truck and then i hear the kid he's like all right i'm gonna back off of him and i'm like in a position like i'm under the truck stuck by my helmet because my helmet has a little fin and it's like jammed up in the the truck and he's like all right i'm gonna back off and i was like no 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 so i told my friend like immediately i was like call katie like tell her I'm probably not going to make it. <laughs> I'm cut in half and I'm under a truck. Yeah. And so That's I'm just laying really there just like yeah. thinking I'm gone. And uh, then paramedics came and they pulled me out of the under the truck. And I'm thankful that I looked, looked pretty damaged because the police showed up and they're like, why is this man not have a license plate on? Like all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure they knew who I was because... Every, shenanigans every police happened. officer within like 120 miles of here knows you by name. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was pretty traumatizing. I think it might have been a little traumatizing for my friend, too, because he got like hit by pieces of my motorcycle because the front of my motorcycle like flew off Jeez. and like went back and hit him because he was right behind me. And he watched you get run over by a truck. Yeah, so I'm glad he was an experienced rider because I think that could be a double whammy, honestly, because he was right behind me. And if that yeah. had been someone who didn't know brake control it's or like something. Star Wars when Slave 1 is going through space and it releases all of its, like, trash yeah. and destroys the <laughs> ships behind Literally, them. all my fairings and stuff. I'm so bummed. I just had those fairings, like, yeah, custom-made. I was so stoked. Bike, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, it's kind of a blessing because I blew out the forks doing a wheelie on the highway. I came down a little too hard. and uh, Right he, before that. He right? Told yeah, me. right before that. Like, my forks were, like, <laughs> like no, just you, bouncing. You told me that. You had been contemplating a wheelie right when you hit the truck. Like yeah, I was sitting thinking. there. He's like, "Luckily, I wasn't doing a wheelie, but I had just thought, wow, this is a nice straightaway. I should do a wheelie.' And yeah, what a sucked. You're such a menace. Well. It would have sucked to do a wheelie right there. Also, so what happened though? Like, so the paramedics came. You went to the hospital. Like, what kind of damage? Um, four broken ribs. That's it. And nerve road damage, rash. road rash. But road rash is way worse. Like, I'd rather break any bone in my body besides my neck 
than get road rash because you wake up and you, you should wear your leathers my it is unfortunate <laughs> that would have solved yeah. all of those problems yep when i get the turbo busa there'll be leathers every you day i had a turbo boost <laughs> i thought you said you were gonna get an r1 <laughs> You didn't you you make the turbo Hayabusa? Okay, I want well turbo Jigsaw one thousand. Oh right, right. turbo Jigsaw, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, I don't know what bike I want. I just want like the fastest bike, you know. It's such know. a bad idea, dude. Because my, you know, I've been thinking about a lot of things. I think about yeah. a lot of things now nowadays. I'm a bit more of a sophisticated gentleman now. <laughs> we can tell with the flannel. And my right? girlfriend yeah. dresses me. That's why I look like this. <laughs> I'm normally in sweatpants and a dirty t-shirt. Yeah, that's what you were wearing yesterday and your yeah. girlfriend was here. Yeah, I know. She she didn't she was asleep when I made my that's dressing even the decision. That's you're wearing, isn't yeah. it? I never wow. seen you wear yeah. a V-neck. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> and you're shaving? I've been thinking about a lot of things and I was thinking, you know, probably would have been worse on a Vespa. No, it wouldn't. Here's a here's a fact that Will likes to admit, um, omit from this story, and none of us would know this if we didn't have video evidence. And not to say that it wasn't the truck's fault. Mm -hmm. The truck definitely did an illegal turn in a bad way. Mm -hmm. The truck also had no way to know Will was there because except my bike's louder than yes, a fighter jet. But you were like 120 feet behind him, and then instantly you were next to him because you were accelerating to pass him when he turned. Doesn't make it entirely not his fault, but yeah. That's a fact. So he's yeah. cruising along, and you go, you can hear it in the video. Yeah. Clunk. <laughs> Full acceleration into the truck. Yeah. No yeah. brakes. There's no, like, brakes. Just, oh, clunk. Yeah, Vespa truck. couldn't even get up and go that fast in the He would have yeah. turned. Well, hit the microphone. He <laughs> yeah. would have turned, and you would have been not even anywhere near. Or I might have hit there. the rear of his handcrafted bed, which would have probably severed my head off. Uh-huh. But yeah. anyway, I've just been thinking about it, and... <laughs> You I've, need a reliable car. You should just get a regular Tacoma. No, because that's what hit me, man. I know, but that's how you that's how you yeah. get past that. You and they're really slow. But you can they tow really things slow. when you buy bikes from Seattle. Kind of. You can, <laughs> you can you tow can, a bike. You know, if you get hit with a seatbelt and airbags, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, but, you know, I'd rather live a short life and a speedy life than a long life and a slow life. So... I mean, you say that honestly. Now. Well, winter's but when coming. you're in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Yeah, and w this is pretty much off topic, but I've started looking into flight. I've been talking <laughs> to a lot of people about this. Um, I'm actually going to be getting into air things like. Okay, you're going to get a pilot's license? No. No. <laughs> he was like, what if I. He, he was talking to me the other day. He's like, what if I just buy a plane? And just fly it. I was like, you'll you'll be in jail. For yeah, a very so long so Ethan said by an F sixteen. Yeah, exactly. That's Ethan what said <laughs> you'll be in jail. So I was like, okay. So the next well, you're logical on now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good job. Good job. It's been like yeah. exactly almost a year since so you're we not made in probation the... in Idaho or Washington at the moment. Yeah, I know, which is uh, great. Yeah. Which is really good because I mean. It's like a get-out-of-jail-free card if you're not in probation. But if you're on probation, it's a straight-to-jail situation. Yeah. So, so what are you going to fly? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Ethan told me that. And so I said, okay, that's pretty logical. The next thing I did is I typed into Google how to fly without a license. Okay. Well, and a, a couple, plane, right? yeah, a couple, a couple like options came up. There's something called Mosquito, which is a handmade helicopter that you get in a box and that you can build sketchy. it, <laughs> which I'm not going to do because I don't really like helicopters. So 
not really my style. You're kind of <laughs> slow. slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really small, like ultralight airplanes. You can get, like little jets and things that you build in boxes. And then there's um, paragliding and paramotoring. You can just get those on the internet for super cheap, like very, very cheap. And you don't need a license. You could just go somewhere and jump off something and fly around. Two things. No one can catch you up there. So what are they going to say? Get down from there. And you're like, mm-mm. Well, I could fly I mean, anywhere. It's true. There are really yeah. no regulations. So I could pretty much like launch from a field, yeah. read the air, as Steven says, fly up into the thermals, and then fly wherever I want to go from yeah. anywhere I want to go. Yeah. Go get McDonald's, get some chicken nuggets, fly or I don't, I don't. climb up a hill, fly back to my yeah. apartment. Have you seen the video of the guy who literally lands on the top deck of a pontoon boat mm-hmm. that's very so sick gangster it's very cool so i'm thinking about getting into that kind of stuff you cause. should just at least go learn from somebody who knows how to do it yeah have so a friend we met max mm-hmm. max powell yeah max he does paramotors. it he even said he would teach you mm-hmm. just do that yeah because so. if you just get a paramotor you're gonna end up stuck in a tree somewhere so is this instead of getting a new motorcycle or a race car no this is like this is an addition. This to is that. an addition. You just want to do all the dangerous things. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk. I've, t- I've been talking to some people online, some forums. They've been explaining to me how oh. to get into flying. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's something you can pack on a motorcycle or in a <laughs> car and just go somewhere and have fun. So maybe that will be more of the thing I do because I've made the decision that I'm not gonna daily a motorcycle next year. Yeah. I'm just well, gonna own one in Idaho. Hmm? That it gets very cold and very snowy. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to purchase before it starts snowing to get to work? That's well, what I want to know. I know you're not going to fly to work. Currently, my WRX is getting built, recrafted. One together. of your six Subarus. <laughs> yeah, one of the six of them. <laughs> That'll last is three being, minutes. No, no, no. One no. of them is currently in my driveway disassembled. <laughs> that lasted three minutes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yep. This one is very reliable. No, it's not. It's a WRX. There are no reliable WRXs. This one has only been owned by like six people. Only. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty new. 2002. Heavily modified. Slightly modified. And I'm getting a brand new engine put in it. The only thing else that could fail is the transmission. Yeah. Or the engine again. Yeah. But I'm going to just, I'm going to drive it really slow to work every day. I'm going to let it warm up 10 minutes. Put oil in it. Put water in it. Okay. Well, just I had, drive it. I had a, a turboed Subaru pre pre WRX mm-hmm. that was known as the most reliable turbo engine Subaru has ever built mm-hmm. by far, and it's a closed deck block, so it does not typically have head gasket problems. I rebuilt the whole thing, new internals, everything, brand new decked block, decked heads, head gaskets lasted like thirty thousand miles, oh, and the head gap, and then they went out. Thirty thousand miles is enough to get me to motorcycle season. Yes, but that was the most reliable, <laughs> least prone to head gasket failure turbo engine that Subaru has ever made, and it still oh. lasted that. And that was also me driving. And back yeah. then, I drove a little more like you drive, mm-hmm. but you still probably drive. Well, you also drive a lot more miles than I do. But. Well, I've also been thinking this morning. I woke up with an epiphany. I borrowed my girlfriend's car to get here because oh. my head gaskets are blown in Ethan's driveway right now. Yes, and I'm handcrafting them back together. But uh, I woke up and I was like, I just need a Honda Civic. Like. 
uh, one of the cool ones that are like, because I was watching Instagram and I saw one and was like all cambered out and had a turbo like a and it was like, like the older sad ones. boys for life. No, yeah, the, sad the 90s ones. ones. Yeah. I mean, Honda's, put some blast pipes out the back, like big ones with like hearts on them or something. Yeah. Well, Hondas are more reliable for mm-hmm. sure, Honda Civics, but you said you were also going to turbo it yeah. and do all this stuff. No longer with reliable. The wheels. And more importantly, if it's cambered and slammed, you won't even make it halfway to my house in the winter. You, let alone the hill. Like, you won't even make it to the hill. Uh-huh. Also, where are you going to keep all this stuff? You don't have a garage. I just keep it outside of my apartment. They don't your really need paramotor and your R1 and your turbo no, boost. I'm just getting a paraglider. I don't want the motor part. I just want the glider. Oh, so I can do extreme sport things like jump off cliffs and like fly around, you know? A paraglider, you don't really jump. That's base jumping. You, yeah, like, you just run. kind of like take off yeah. from the hillside. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not a cliff. I want to learn how to read the wind. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I want to learn how to read the wind. I think what Will's trying to say is, I want to die before (laughs) I'm 30. I think what he's saying is, I want all of the adrenaline now. Yeah, because when I'm old, I obviously know my bones are going to be not good. They're They're going to be gone. You won't have any bones. (laughs) Yeah, three days after your accident, I went to hang out with you, and we went to the mall all day because you couldn't Mm -hmm. do anything. And you were like, oh, yeah, I, like, tried to pull an engine out of a Subaru yesterday. Yeah, and I pulled all my ribs apart. Infected, because the next day, you're all cut up, all kinds of everywhere, and you jumped in the lake with Yeah, I had a boat day. You couldn't feel below your waist, and you were like, oh, yes, this is a good time to go. (laughs) It was so nasty, dude. I was, like, on some painkillers, feeling really good, went on a boat day. Kind of broken. And everyone's kind like, broken, everyone's dude. like, you should just go swimming. And I was like, that's a good idea. Who are these people that yeah. you hang out with? My friends. Your friends are <laughs> have bad ideas. You got to hang out with us for it's like so sketchy to think that when you are being the most responsible and safest in life is when you're with us because we do it's concerning so much dangerous stuff the internet is concerned for our well-being and we get comments about people wishing they could take life insurance policies out on us every single video every single week chris who's helping build the shop is talking about taking out a life insurance policy on will (laughs) and he sees you doing what we do here and then when you're on your own devices you're even more (laughs) dangerous somehow this is the safe part of will's life there's so much dangerous stuff here. It's 100 mile an hour power wheels with no roll cages. Yeah, this is true. and chainsaws. And <laughs> like, who knows what goes on here? I know. Like, I know, but for some reason, internet, I'm just able on. to like bounce back from these bad experiences that's, every time. That's yeah, the problem. That is that's the problem. That's why you... Yeah. Yeah. So keep getting really lucky. I think it would take like a really extreme situation. We all thought that this last one was that. And then while you were still in the hospital, you're like, I'm going to get an R1. The insurance, you talked (laughs) about the insurance money being more than you paid for the bike. Way more, dude. (laughs) Way, way more. And we were like, oh no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've always wanted like a really crispy, nice, brand new R1 that's like really fast. They are like They're the all coolest really fast looking thing. They look pretty ever. cool. They sound cool. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have so. to disagree that they're the coolest. I think a super dope, super Duke looks way cooler than it. Yeah, they're pretty cool too. But like out of like sport, super sport yeah. bikes. So I mean, it's like, like you could just angled. take it on the GP track and just yeah. you can because yeah. you can. They do. They do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's but, really what they're for. Which yeah, I think for the track. Is what you should do. You should just, just go get, to the track. You already have your drag racing bike. Fix mm-hmm. that. Then you have your track bike. And then you just actually go to the track in controlled environments with Wearing medical staff safety there. Gear. They won't even let you on without your safety gear. Yeah. And then you can go as fast <laughs> as you want, not get arrested, yeah. not get too damaged. I yeah. think that's too safe for Will. I think it's not well, dangerous. Well, that's enough. the thing that I'm saying is I learned, that, like I got into so many experiences just like this year of like people like cut you off all the time or well, break the, check you. The time you or, got hit by a two by four. Yeah, this year I got hit by two by four. Oh, on the bike. On the bike. Yeah, we should get into that because I didn't yeah. believe you a hundred percent when you first started telling this story. Yeah, but then when we get to the part of the story that I witnessed, I would like to interject. But you should start from the beginning. Where's the beginning on this story? This two by four. Guy. Two by four. Well, I was on my way to work, and there's this like up and down section after this theme park or before the theme park. Where no, it's it after way? if you're coming this well, way. Well, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But I was on my way to work, and I had nice fairings, like OEM fairings on my bike at this time. And I was driving, and essentially, this man had a craft project going on, and a 2 by 4 ended up flying towards me. And and how, how fast were you going at this time, Will? Pretty fast. I believe it was north of like 100 and. 30 yeah like maybe a hundred and yeah 130 maybe 120 30 yeah Uh about that speed but (laughs) i had my leathers on i had my leathers on and what happened is i have frame sliders on my bike so it like hit my motorcycle hit the frame slider i was wearing my leathers and it popped up and like hit my arm but didn't go down just wrecked all the fairings on my bike on this one on that one side this is a different story than I was thinking. But then after that, since you took your bike to work every day and it's so loud, yeah. one of the neighbors oh, was yeah. not having oh. it anymore. <laughs> yeah, javelin boy. <laughs> and you had to call a detective. Yeah, Tell I did. Tell that story. That's the one I'm digging for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this happened on multiple. Javelin boy? Is that what yeah, you Yeah, his call name's him? Javelin boy. And he's built a little like post like a little observation post for me this last summer he like mowed out a little section in the trees you can't see this man at all he wears dark clothing he's smaller than me he (laughs) hides in the grass and i was going fast at that time because i didn't have the tracker on me i Grindhard has a tracker on me, so I can't go fast to work anymore. And but if he goes over the speed limit on the way to work or from over work, he can't work a certain speed over ten miles an hour over, right? Or fifteen or whatever. Fifteen. It is. A yeah. Meaningful it's, amount. Yeah, over it's the a meaningful limit. like like an in trouble amount. Okay. Like not just like a very small ticket, like an in trouble amount of yeah. speed over the speed limit. I'd take this road um, to work every day and I would take it pretty fast, like 60, 70 miles an hour. It's twisties, really fun. 35. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what's 35? That at 55 in my truck. Yeah. The speed limit's really yeah. slow. But yeah. It's anyway. really slow. It's an old road, but they paved it and it's nice and you can whip around the corners. It's a really fun road to take to work. And this man would just get increasingly more mad at me 
because I would take this road every day. My bike's really loud. He could hear me coming. At first, it was just like a little bit of yelling and a little bit of like jumping into the road. And like I would like avoid him and keep on my path. Yeah, what did he think? Was I didn't hear this happen. part of the story. You just told us I threw a ro- he threw a rock at you. Like that well, was the that first was we the, heard. Yes, <laughs> but this man, I knew of this man, so I was always aware of this location. And he would just kind of like doesn't really matter what speed I was going. I think he was more mad about how loud the motorcycle was. And he knows exactly what time I'm going to be coming around that corner. Uh-huh. He knows where I'm going to be because he can track me from a mile away because of my bike's noise <laughs> and how it bounces off the mountains. They Ethan says he can hear me when I'm in like oh, yeah. I can hear you way like 10 down the road. Yeah, down the road. Way down. 10 minutes is a long time when you're traveling at high speeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think this man just had had enough of my shenanigans at that point. And I was coming around the corner and... I just see him like step out, aims a rock at me, just whoosh, throws it and just barely misses me. And I got, it was really bad. So yeah, I honestly, it was my fault in that situation and, because I was going fast. You over. He no, I mean, like, he's kind of a nutcase. He's pretty crazy, but yeah. yeah, I was, I was going fast and he got angry enough to throw a rock at me. A pretty sizable one too. It was big enough that yeah. I could see it going like it 60 miles an hour. You, yeah. It would have sure. hurt me pretty bad. So I like went off the road a little bit and I was like mad. I, and I came over to him. I was like, don't you remember doing that ever again? Wait, what? Yeah. When did this happened. <laughs> That's when that whole situation happened. Yeah. And you didn't tell us that you pulled yeah. over and Yeah. Rolled. And so <laughs> then he calls the police station. They just so that him like not to get him in trouble, but just to like put something out there so that if I did get hit by a boulder and flew into a creek and died. They'd know who did it. <laughs> so they'd be like, Oh, this man has a rock indentation in his helmet. Like yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I just made it for the notes, and they're like, oh, yes, this man does this quite frequently. Yeah, the detective. <laughs> he knew this case, man. They knew the problem. He throws rocks at multiple yeah. people. <laughs> and so Will's telling me all this, the barricade, he's wearing camo, he apparently does this to a bunch of other people. <laughs> and I think Will's kind of like goofing off. Like, I'm sure there's a neighbor who's yelling at him. That's very easy to believe. (laughs) But this whole situation, I'm like, what's really going on here? And then this summer, Will and I decided to ride a hundred miles on one wheels in one day. So we were like, oh, well, if we drive to work from my house and back to work, that's the first 40 miles right there. And then we only need to do 60 miles after work. It's very hard to do. One wheeling to work the same time that Will would normally be caressing through on his street bike. Caressing. (laughs) And we go over the bridge right on this corner that he tells me that this man is lurching. And I'm like half believing him. And I see with my very own two eyes, a man holding an axe handle behind a barricade wearing camouflage in his front yard. (laughs) And I go like ghost white because I'm like, this man is trying to kill my friend. (laughs) It felt the vibe was so bad. This man just lives in the middle of nowhere and his goal in life is to actually kill Will. (laughs) And I see the look in his eyes and I'm like, oh no. And so we go by and Will was like, I told you. And I was like, I just can't believe. And so I turn around because I'm like, I'm going to see what the heck is going on with this guy. So 
I turn around and I'm like, hey, you doing some yard work this morning? And he looks at his axe handle with nothing attached to it, sets it down to me and like, I guess you could say that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. This is the weirdest situation. Yeah. And so he's like, what are those things? And he's talking to us about one wheels. And you know how crazy people like they turn the conversation into whatever they want to talk about. Yeah. Like you're talking to them about one wheels, like, oh yeah, they're electric. You can go forwards or backwards, the motors and the wheel. And he's like, Oh yeah, the Who was crazy in like '76. Yeah, he was like switching the conversation <laughs> yeah. over and over. So again. he starts telling us about the good old days when you could just like do substances and go to like classic rock shows. Back when motorcycles weren't a thing or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, back before there were kids on street bikes racing around <laughs> his front yard. So he's going off on like his glory days. And we're like, okay, like we're trying to leave because the man is so weird and uncomfortable to be around. <laughs> and like, you just don't know if he's going to randomly like kill us and drag us into his yard. <laughs> so we like eventually get out of there and all the way back because one wheels don't go too fast. We got like a solid like half an hour from there to your house. The whole time I was like, Will, you were a hundred percent correct. If anything, you are dumbing down the story to try to Well, he to was get because he left it. he left out the part where he stopped and confronted the man. Well, I was worried he that he left out the part where he'd been yelling at him for weeks. He's just like, This man threw a rock at me today. That was the whole story. That was it. As if it was an isolated event, and that was the whole story. That was it. That was well, I knew there would be some judgment on my end. I had to craft the story a little little bit so that I just sounded yeah. like an innocent motorcycle pass. We don't believe any of your stories anymore, Will. <laughs> it just was, I left out the part where this man had been confronting me in a slightly less aggressive way. I just didn't think he was really going to come to the rock stage. Well, you told me about when he jumped in front of you. Yeah. But like, really, what's going to happen if he succeeds in jumping in front of you? I don't know. It was just the last straw when I, like, it's went. Because he's on, like, a sharp corner. So when you're trying to dodge a rock and make a corner yeah. and looking at a man who's like you don't want to hit who's in the middle of the road you're like yeah. he's on like a a corner that you don't see anything until you like kind of start wrapping around him yeah. at a speed of 60 yeah. miles an hour you're not like prepared for that so when he jumps out has a rock and it's like uh yay you just it's like surprising so like <laughs> i just can't believe he doesn't have anything better to do like I don't all the know. way home that day, I was just thinking, I'm so glad we decided to do the 100-mile challenge. Because you would have never known. You just would have never known. Like, you could yeah. have got clotheslined by an axe handle and been either dead <laughs> or in the hospital. And if he did kill you or almost killed you, he did seem like the kind of guy who might have just buried you in the backyard. Probably. No would have known. Just disassembled the motorcycle, sold yeah. the parts somewhere. I was thinking about that, that guy somehow night. watches this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Has he done anything yeah. since we talked to him on the one wheels? I mean, obviously no, we didn't because that then that you, you implemented the speed law and then I was going very slow and I'd be even and more slow, cautious. I'd be even yeah. more cautious. I would like go into a higher gear when so I was around his house. Saw him or? No, I never saw him again after that. If he's thrown rocks at multiple people, I mean, maybe someone else complained and it was enough complaints to... Maybe, but like the police officer that did end up talking to him was like, oh yeah, uh, that man, 
that man's got so many complaints and I've had to show up there. He's like, didn't you yeah. say like 11 or 12? Yeah. And like, he, yeah, he like named him. Like, I don't remember the name, but he was like, <laughs> Oh, old name. Joseph down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I know that man. Uh, we live in such a rowdy. <laughs> it was a pretty rowdy time, yeah. but the rest of that day was really rowdy too. Yeah. Cause we, we one wheeled all the way back to my house. We charged the one wheels, went to the top of Schweitzer, which is our local ski resort and they're currently in the process of completely redoing the parking lot and the beginner hill. We call it the bunny hill. And so Will and I are at the top of the ski resort and we're like, let's go down the ski hill, not the on the road, dirt, <laughs> yeah. the actual run. And so we think it's a great idea because normally <laughs> at the bottom, there's a parking lot and then a road to get back to the top. And then we could just one wheel back to the car what we were thinking the terrain of the beginner hill when there's no snow on it is rugged very rugged it's so rugged and one wheels have like flat like slicks like racing slicks on them such a bad idea so bad so we're cruising down it takes like an hour and on the skis it probably takes like four minutes <laughs> and we're just going down going down going down one wheels almost weigh like 30 pounds yeah they're pretty heavy and they also don't really recharge situation. on dirt because they're slipping so much they don't have that same recharge yeah. so we fall a bunch of times we're covered in dirt and gravel and we're all beat up and so so tired and we get to this giant fence with <laughs> construction zone the whole bottom so there's no way we could get out of there except for climbing back up the bunny hill <laughs> so i grab my one wheel and start going uphill and will's like no we can't do it we can't climb the mountain with the one wheels <laughs> to be clear it's really not a steep hill on a one wheel i'm sure the terrain is a little rough very like, steep we're not talking about like a black diamond here we're no, talking about the one blue. that they put the toddlers on yeah it's like barely but a it's hill. the extended one it's the it's long. yeah, yeah. It's, it's long long half a mile yeah. long or something and will and i aren't what you would call like built different <laughs> yeah we're not built different so will's like no we're not doing that we're going over the fence and i was like Okay, I mean, it's like, what? It was like a Friday night. Like, no yeah. one was there. Like, you could see all the construction stuff. Like, so we throw the one wheels over the fence. We climb the fence. And then the craziest alarm I've ever heard is like, <laughs> jing, 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 jing. And Will just takes off. I was going to go back on the other side of the fence because I figured, like, oh, like, we can't get it all the way up the road without security getting us if the alarm and cameras just went off. <laughs> It's like, yang, 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 yang. And Will's running. So I'm like, okay, like I got to stick with my boy. And I'm not built different enough to go back up the hill. <laughs> so we're just running with our one wheels through the construction zone, hop back on, ride all the way back up to the car before any and we didn't get comes. Caught. Yeah. And we proceeded to one wheel until one in the morning. We only made it like 79 miles. <laughs> our legs were shaking. We like pass out like by the lake on this dirt trail by our one wheel. A very long dirt trail. Like we went down this dirt trail to basically the end. Yeah, just, the end. Yeah. And then we take off our shoes because our feet just hurt so bad. They're always trying to get me to go on these one wheel <laughs> challenges. And they're like, we're going to do a 100 mile challenge. Want to go? 
Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> I'll ride a one wheel for 20 miles and I'm like, that was fun. That's all I need. My feet hurt. I'm going to go do something oh, else now. Oh, yeah. You guys are psychos. Oh, so we yeah. take off our shoes. <laughs> We're laying over the trail. We fall asleep. How long do you think we slept for? 30 minutes at least, dude. <laughs> and we wake up. To the worst smell you want to hear when you are in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> worst smell you want to hear. Yeah. You're yeah. Hearing smells now? No, well, there yeah, was. We were so tired. Yeah. We, were we were smells. hearing the smells. It was a skunk. Will just oh. wakes up and he's like, ah, ah, ah. And I wake up and I'm like, what's happening? And first, I feel my feet on fire. But Will is like rubbing his eyes and like tearing up because the smell is so intense. And I'm like, Oh no! And then we see the skunk run <laughs> trottle into the, into the woods. So we're like, we just got sprayed. And then we look at our feet. We slept with our feet dangling in an ant's nest. <laughs> yeah, literally an ant's nest. How are you two still alive? <laughs> I don't know. So we had to throw our socks back on, slap all the ants, and get out of there. Uh. And then we went to my house and just passed out on the floor. Yeah. My wife woke up in the morning and she came out and she was like, what did you guys do last night? You stink. It's so bad. Got skunked yeah. on one wheels. It's so weird. Like all the crazy stuff we do and the most like weird adventure we have is just on like silly electric skate doing normal things. Yeah. Normal things. Well, no, it's not normal, normal to try and ride a hundred miles on yeah. a little electric I just want to do it so bad. I yeah. want to do it before it snows. Yep. Stay so tuned. Bad. Get going. <laughs> it snowed on top of Schweitzer just the other yeah. day. Uh, Stay tuned on our Instagram story because now that Will's ribs are healed. We can do the 100 mile challenge. We're going to do the 100 mile challenge. Mm -hmm. We'll post it on Instagram, but we're going to do it a day we don't work. Yeah, on no, a we weekend. We're trying to do it thing. while working. Is we did. We, we did the calculations and we did realize that it's actually impossible yep. to one wheel 100 miles on a day of work. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if it's you actually have, like, impossible, six extra one wheels all charged and ready to go. Yeah. You have to wait for yeah. a charge. And yeah. And you average like 15 miles an hour. They go like 20. Yeah. But for safety miles an hour. So it's really easy math. If you're only doing 15 miles yeah. an hour, plus a couple charge breaks, take like half an hour to charge. Like yeah. next it's time impossible. We're just going to hit it on a weekend, wake up Saturday morning early at the crack of dawn, start one wheel lane till the nighttime. Yeah. And we'll have a hundred miles. We're going to try to circumnavigate the lake we'll yeah start at my house go across the long bridge have a car parked there to charge then go all the that's way around. a really bad idea <laughs> why because why? the back side of the lake is like a hundred miles of dirt roads yeah I, no yeah listen, i drove from Coeur d'Alene on the other end of the lake uh -huh. to clark fork through yeah. those roads in a Subaru back at the peak of my idiot driving uh-huh it took me five hours to drive a Subaru <laughs> Like fast through that. <laughs> oh, I mean, granted, oh. you guys could go around toward Bayview and cut off some, but like, oh, there's no cell service for <laughs> any of that. And also, you have to go up like four thousand feet of elevation gain. You're gonna use a battery before you even like you would. How oh. are you gonna charge back there? You'd run through a battery before you even got halfway up Johnson Creek. Like, there's. 
We need a better idea. We do need. We, we need, need one pavement. with less elevation gain because you just yeah. wouldn't even make it up at the top. We need of the a hill. one with a lot of elevation. And we well, need to stay right. off the dirt. The yeah. dirt sucks yeah. our power and all down. All of that is dirt from Johnson yeah. Creek all the way around to Bayview. It's all dirt. Yeah. And not only does it take a lot more time, it wears you out a lot. Yeah, yeah the bouncing and, and stuff. Oh, yeah. When we got back onto the pavement, I was like, "Oh man, I could keep doing this yeah. almost." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, wow. well, the rock man took us on quite a tangent. Yep. But, he did. Uh, Ethan recently took some damage, too. I yeah. guess this is the <laughs> We All Took Damage Recently podcast. Yeah. yeah, Will and I were in the hospital within, like, two days of each other. Pretty much. <laughs> Mine was a lot less extreme, but a Very lot more odd. unusual. Yeah. I'll spare the uh, gross details, but my belly button got infected. Well, not my belly button, but the, the part inside your stomach that's connected to it. It's not supposed to be it's A part that doesn't even exist in most humans. Yeah, it's, yeah. Called, it's called a urachis, and it's it connects yeah. your blood, bladder to your belly button when you're like a fetus, um, and it's supposed to go away. Mine didn't, uh, and it got infected, so like I had a, a, like, it started out really mild, and then it got to be really severe abdominal pain, and my belly button was leaking um <laughs> so <laughs> i went in not normal not normal no and i went into the local hospital and um well i went in twice and the first time they were like here's some antibiotics if it gets worse come back um and i started taking the antibiotics and a couple days later it got way worse so i went back and then i ended up seeing a different doctor and he just looked at it and was like oh yeah you just have a skin infection you had the wrong antibiotics here you go and I was like, I don't know, man. This is not a skin problem. It's an internal sort of pain. It's yeah. not like, oh, I have a rash yeah. and it hurts. Yeah. So uh, my wife was like, you need to go to a real hospital. Drive yourself to Spokane. So I drove myself down to Spokane at like, well, I got there at like 1030 at night. Sat in the ER waiting room for seven hours overnight trying to sleep. Uh, and I hadn't planned on any of this. I figured I'd just go into town, go to the hospital, come home. So I didn't And this was like days, like a day before you had to take a flight. Yeah, I was getting ready to fly to Texas like mm-hmm. two days later. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it took them seven hours to get to me. There's just so many people at the ER there. And anyway, they finally admitted me and they looked at it and then they did a CT scan and they're like, oh, yeah, we should probably do surgery. So I went from the doctor the day before being like, oh, yeah. Just go home. It's a skin infection to emergency surgery. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're doing surgery today. Not like, oh, come back. No. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, they cut my belly open and uh, removed the infected part and the rest of the rachis thing there. So (laughs) not too extreme, but it was unpleasant nonetheless. And then then, hopped on the plane. Yeah, the next day. Yeah, hopped on the plane the next day. I was so surprised they let you go on the plane. Same. She said I could go. She's like, because they they didn't just, like, obviously internally they stitched it, but on the surface they just glued it. Mm -hmm. And the surgeon was like, yeah, you can go swimming whenever you feel comfortable. She didn't even say, like, wait a couple days. She's just like, as soon as you're able to go swimming, go swimming. You're fine. (laughs) Your belly was airtight. Yeah. yeah. Really? Liquid Dang. Tight. Wow. That's why it took us so long to make the jet boat video after we finished yeah. putting the yeah. water on it. Because it was like, all right, well, Ethan's belly needs to not have a hole on it before we yeah. go in the water. Well, and it wasn't so much the water. It was the impact because like all the, because I had to cut my abdominal muscles open to get oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the muscles were just stitched together. We had to give yeah. it a few weeks. And, and they said, no heavy lifting, no more than 15 pounds for three weeks. I was like, well, I'll give you a week and I'll lift uh, a little bit less than yeah. I normally would. The second he comes back, like, he I show up and he's lifting some heavy wood or steel to build the new garage. And I'm like, whoa, are you like 
good. And he's like, oh, well, the doctor says I can't hold 15 pounds. So for me, that's like 50. And this is probably only 70. (laughs) No, but it was really just about like, you don't want to stress those muscles. So like, if it hurts, don't do it sort of thing anyway. So yeah, we had to wait a little while because like the impact and jarring motions of jet boating was kind of not great for it. But in the order that it all kind of happened in was so progressive with the whole grind hard crew. So for the Gambler 500, we went in the limo and I built that little electric bike in the back of the limo. Yeah. And so right when we got back, we were finishing the video of like the whole build and Will was filming me over by the Enduro course, the log ride. And I fall off the pegs on the bike kind of fold up because it's just a cheap on the rockets? bike. Or, no, oh, oh, the, the green, yeah, the yeah, green yeah, razor yeah. with the electro and co kit. So the pegs fold up. I slip off the log and slam daddy my business <laughs> into the log. Like it couldn't have been worse. Also, you left oh. out the part where at Gambler, Steven jumped into a two foot, dove head first into a two foot deep drainage ditch. After I did. After Will did. I yeah. dove in, smacked my like whole body on the rock and was like, oh man, that water's pretty shallow. And I look over and Steven's like, Calabunya. <laughs> and we were even making fun of you for diving in. Yep. And we're like, Will, you're so dumb. Steven was even part of that. He was like, yeah, wow, Steven's what are you like, doing? wow, look and at you. And then he's like, oop, dove in first. And he was like, I thought it was deep yeah. here. And came up with a just huge gash across his yeah. belly. So Steven gashes his belly. I slam my nuggets. Ethan gets <laughs> surgically removed. And then <laughs> Will almost leaves the chat. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was an interesting. So now we're in a season of healing and and peace. (laughs) A season of healing. Nothing sketchy happened Mm -hmm. until Steven started the cycle again. (laughs) Smashed his toe. Yeah, that was. You can hear all about it in our golf cart video. But yeah, yeah, he got pretty shrekt. And so now I don't know who's. Hopefully, no. That's all of us. I mean, I think we're all good for a while. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, our uh, damage. Meters are down again instead of up. Yeah. Because I was thinking before I hit the truck, I was like, well, I haven't been damaged for a really long time. And then right away. Man, I should really do some wheelies right here. Yeah. I'm always thinking I should do some wheelies. Yeah, I'm always thinking. Everyone thinks about wheelies more than you do. (laughs) Yeah. I dream about just like looking at the horizon line and like my front tire popping up and down yep. like all night. I just dream about that. Yep. It's just so nice. It's something about it. You just uh, can't replace. Did I tell you guys what I did to my electric dirt bike? What did you do? I finally fixed everything. I basically broke the new one. On the Suron. The Suron. Oh, yeah. the Suron. The 72 volt. The, gold the one that caught on fire. Wheels. Yeah. Well, I already well, fixed the, the one, one that okay. caught on fire. That's the one you sold. Oh, okay. yeah. So this one is like, my black one, my baby. That yeah. The only thing stock is the frame. Okay. So I just finished everything. I like, you know how like bleeding mountain bike brake sucks? Yeah. And you have to like, to do it right, you have to take it out, take the discs out, put in the block, like tap the thing, do it. takes like an hour. Yeah. I did it. Like the most amount of finesse I've ever put into bleeding a brake. It seems solid. I go up. Do my first wheelie, pull the lever all the oh, way to the bars. <laughs> I almost went over, but luckily it has regen. So when I let off the throttle, it brought me back. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? I had this thing so dialed. I put the brake pads in from the little green bikes 
And so the pistons were above the pads. Uh-huh. So basically I went up, grabbed the brake, the pistons went, and the pads just went like this. And so I think I actually broke the actual caliper because I think the it pistons went, went too out far too out, far. Yeah. No. So now I'm like, by the time I like figure out what caliper I need, get it, rebit, bleed it. It's like going to be winter gonna be time. Snowing. Yeah. So that means I didn't you get a You just told me yesterday you were going to fix your Suron. Yeah. I know. And then I looked at it and I'm oh, like, I think the pistons oh, are okay. broken. Because I was like, oh yeah, I'll just push them back in and put the right pads <clears> yeah. in. Uh. But now I'm, they're kind of like You don't have a spare? Like, didn't you, didn't you upgrade that or something? Yeah, I like broke the old, all of those. Wait, did you just spare. say you put the little green bike brakes on your Sauron? Yeah, what, yeah. what were you thinking What on, on the that? devil? I just thought that like, <laughs> I, because I have. Well, I don't know. That sounds like something you would do. Oh <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> they, they look exactly the same, but one hangs a little lower mm. so maybe a little bit bigger that's a little bit like bigger. no it's the same size because oh. like all the actual pads on the cheaper pads are, the are just the size. same oh. and then like the actual shimano ones are like twice as big oh but yeah just yeet and then i was like also got brake fluid all over the disc of course oh. so that's going to be a whole cleaning situation oh Will's favorite fluid. i love brake clean <laughs> yeah i've seen you taste brake clean so many times like why like even if you're not even working on it like i saw ethan breeding blake bleeding brakes breeding the yeah, like breeding a breaks. blue shop towel with some brake uh, fluid in it and i saw you just go <laughs> why do you do that he's gonna know what kind of fluid it is well i just like you know like it's like a habit with subarus every gas stop pull that oil stick out like it. How much oil do you think you've consumed? Probably a lot. But like, a lot of meat, metal oil. Yeah, there's metal in it. And if there's metal in it, I know my Subaru's about to go. So I'm just like, okay. So I you, just like start you buying be the familiar stuff. So you can diagnose an engine. Yeah, you can taste it. things in your coolant. You so can what do you learn taste. from brake fluid, though? I don't know. I don't know if it was brake fluid. That tastes really gross. It tastes of like a mix of olive oil. And have you ever had cod liver oil? <laughs> Cod liver oil. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah. Why would you eat that? It's a supplement. It's, it's really, really bad, dude. Like cod liver oil is the worst stuff I ever tasted. So it's like brake clean is like a mixture of a couple of those things that you don't like. So I don't think I would taste that. What even happened to this podcast? <laughs> we were doing so good, and now we're talking about eating Well, oil. you were talking about oils and how I eat them, and so I was just explaining why I eat them. I have to explain <laughs> why I eat oils to, like, everyone I buy Subarus from because it will be, like, a grandma, and she'll be like, yes, this is my favorite little Subaru and I'll just come over and like lick the oil and I'll be like this is no good you know what I just realized That's, so you just admitted that you lie to old grandmas to get their Subarus cheaper that's, okay. that's good well that's obviously great. there's something in the oil it's Subaru so like if I have to tell them like obviously sometime down the road the car's not gonna be good so I <laughs> lick the fluid and I say this isn't gonna be good and they're like Again, I think that's a sign. Yeah, I think that's a little littler. So, you know what I'm just realizing, Ethan? What? Will actually can't tell us something that he hasn't told us before without defending himself. (laughs) No matter what he tells us, he spends a half an hour defending it. (laughs) Yes. 
Well, because you guys just want to understand. Yeah. So I have to. I strapped the girl, my girlfriend, to the back of my motorcycle with a, with a shoelace. <laughs> and then we need to take an hour trying to convince him that that's a bad idea. Pretty much every new concept you hit us with, which most of it is things you've already done. Is a highly controversial. Yeah, weren't you just trying to buy a paraglider that had been patched? Well, I only had a few patches on it. Only a few <laughs> I patches. Think you I would pay full price. Well, for I was going to get a new. beginner one and like learn how to kite it and then jump off a couple things with it. And then start with the hill here at the house. Yeah, because if I like, I'm going to send it into a couple trees. I just know. So, like, you it's going to get damaged. Uh, and I'm going to have to buy a new damaged, one. Will? Okay. I've watched like hundreds of hours of people crashing those things and they always just kind of get up and they're just like that's because on YouTube you're not allowed to post the ones where they die oh yeah. if you well, look up the same thing on live leak or something then you will see what really happens <laughs> also proof of what we just said every time you tell us something we need to talk you out of it so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it there. We're gonna be back next week. Mm-hmm. Sent and Bent is available wherever there's podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. And they come out earlier on those platforms. So check it out. And there's gonna be more of them now, right? Oh, yeah. We're doing Every this more week for the rest of Will's life. I oh. that's not a good way to say that. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> But we'll try to do it every week. Okay. Okay, that sounds like every week premium. that we film one, there will be one. Every week forever. <laughs> premium. Will's going to live until the point where technology can keep you alive forever. That's my plan. All right. No, it's not. Dale. Shake on it. Wow. <laughs>